The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. News when you need it. Fun when you want it. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad. Talking about some of those whoopsie texts that you've <laughs> accidentally sent. Some of these texts are absolutely, they're all hilarious. Uh, we didn't really mean to start this, but what the heck. Uh, this from a text. Uh, a few years ago, someone from the insurance company I deal with sent me a text asking for photos of my new metal roof. At the same time, a guy from my rugby team was texting me, teasing me about the supposed size of my private parts. <laughs> You know how this is going to end. Odd. I went online and, well, guys do that. I went online and found some photos of oversized parts, but accidentally sent them to my insurance agent, Steve, from Edson, says, oh. how about this? My wife texted me once saying, where are you? Hurry up. There are shirtless <laughs> firefighters working out in the back of the lot. I texted back, I should know about this. Why? <laughs> she was silent. radio silent for a few minutes, then texted, oops, that from Michael. From Red Deer, talk about sending a text to the wrong person. I accidentally sent a message to my boss, meant for my wife, asking, "Hey, you want to go out for fr- you want to go out Friday night? Maybe romantic dinner and a movie?" He ignored it. Talk about embarrassing. Plus, I was upset. My wife didn't reply. <laughs> my aunt said, uh, "Grace, this one really made me laugh. I don't know why." My aunt said, "Grace, at a family dinner, and instead of amen." She said, bye-bye, <laughs> like she was leaving a message from Jennifer. <laughs> I sent, and I love you. This one's from Peterborough, Ontario. Mm, really? Nice. Did you just move to town? I love Peterborough. That's where a lot of my yeah. family lives. Uh, I sent an I love you to my foreman instead of my wife. Both names ended in a Y. He was a good sport. He said a little soon, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, hey, it's Friday. Do you uh, want to do a story out of the big blue folder? Sure. This one uh, made me chuckle a little bit. There's a truck driver in northwest Wisconsin. His name is Nathan Boos. B-O-O-S. I'm assuming booze. Uh, he was adopted as a baby. We're not. Uh, I'm not really sure who his real parents uh, he wasn't sure, sorry, who his real parents were, and he never asked. As many adopted children, mm-hmm. they don't care. The parents are the ones who raised them. Uh, it looks like he's in his mid-20s from the picture I saw, but I couldn't uh, verify his age. So his adoptive mom apparently did know who the real parents were, but never told him. Like I say, he, he never asked. Uh, then she was scrolling through his Facebook page recently, uh, trolling his own son's Facebook page. And what does he see? A photo of she sees a photo of her son mm-hmm. with his arms around his dad. Mm. Um, and his dad is on the friends list. But it turns out he's not got his arm around his dad because it's his dad. He's got an arm around his dad because it's somebody he works with that he quite likes. <laughs> uh, his dad's name is Bob DeGaro, and apparently Nathan... Uh, Booze has known him for about two years. They both work for the same trucking company, Rock Solid Transport. Uh, Bob didn't know either. So the two of these guys just felt some... They've been hanging. They had a connection. Yeah, wow. like there's quite a quite a few years between them, but there was a connection of some kind. They became friends. Um, by the way, looked into it. It turns out the reason his ex-wife... Uh, he and his ex-wife gave uh, him up for adoption was because they were struggling financially. Nathan had two siblings uh, he never knew about, so now he does know about that. 
and uh, he's getting married. He says, Bob, his real dad, is now invited. Uh, Bob says, I think I would have been invited anyway. <laughs> you don't have to pay for it, <laughs> yeah, though. But maybe now I get a better seat. <laughs> Do you remember that um, story? And we, we liked the words, I think it was, vexatious litigants. Yes. It was the guy that... Um, said that uh, the BC that BC wasn't doing enough to was was committing a dereliction of duty by failing to protect the Sasquatch. That's right, vexatious litigants. Litigation, vexatious yeah. litigation. litigants. Is that what it was? Vexatious. What was? Yeah, we'll just go with the vex- it was vexatious. Vexatious. Yeah. Uh, vexatious lawsuits. Yeah. Um, by failing to protect the Sasquatch as a threatened or endangered species. So this Todd Standing guy, who's originally, if I remember correctly, from Edmonton, describes himself is a wildlife expert and a filmmaker who spent years studying the Sasquatch. He he launched the suit in January and he claimed that the BC Fish and Wildlife Branch, they don't acknowledge, they're, they're ignoring Shame on the existence of Bigfoot. <laughs> um, in, well, the province has called the lawsuit frivolous and abuse process, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, the BC Supreme Court judge in the case says finds no issue with BC's lack of any Sasquatch recognition, ruling that no duty was owed to this guy to support a view on the existence of any creature. The best part of that ruling was that, uh, because obviously it was yeah. uh, vexatious uh, litigation, obviously. Uh, there's a cost associated yeah. with uh, with that, and uh, yeah. the judge ruled that uh, he has to pay the government back for their cost. Yeah, good on him. And I'm sure they have quite uh, high-paid lawyers, if they're anything like the rest of the government. So good. I'm glad they made that decision. Vexatious. I, I need you, Jalen and I, uh, to look at that top text and tell me if there's any possible way we can read it on the air, because it is hilarious. And I have to, uh, also, while you're doing that, making a decision, yeah. Um, I have to say that I want to thank you, Jalen and I. We had guests in studio today. We had the head of the YWCA, and we had the organizer of the Walk a Mile in Her Shoes. Um, uh, Amber. Amber, yeah. And uh, you didn't tell me my shirt was inside out. I just I went to the bathroom during the break, and I thought, well, why does my shirt look odd? And, yeah, there's the label sticking out of the back, the seams going down my arms. The I've turned it around now. How, like, just when? Now? Just now, yeah. Just on the last at well, 3.30. I noticed, okay, I'll, I'll be honest with yeah. you. I did notice something up on your shoulder. Yeah, it looked like it was like, uh, I yeah. thought it was a leaf from you being outside having a smile. Yeah, I don't know what that was. I saw. Sorry. That's what got my attention, too. That's okay. I hope I haven't, you know, I hope they'll agree to come on the show again next year anyway. I mean, I'm, I have... I'm pretty s- sure your fashion choices and the way you dress yourself <laughs> will have nothing to do with whether I or just not don't want to look old and crazy. Like, I have shoes with no laces. I have my shirt inside out. My hair is always... You, you haven't shaved in a couple of days. I have not shaved, and, and yeah. the headset always makes my hair go in funny directions when I take it off, so I'm not presentable. It's the reason why radio was was the right choice for me, frankly. But yeah, I don't think we can uh, read that uh, text. It's very funny, though, George. I thank you yeah, for thank sending you. it. It made me laugh. Yeah, it was quite funny. But I don't think we can, uh, <laughs> yeah. can't can't read it right now. No, all right, fine. Did you read this tattoo story? Do you want to uh, do the tattoo story when we come back? Absolutely, it's the one that I have at the top of my pile. Okay, so there was a study done. (laughs) Researchers have done a study. Um, Dr. Stephen Crabb, a linguistics expert from the University of Portsmouth, commissioned a survey um, 
of people who had already confessed to regretting their tattoos wanted to find out what tattoos were considered to be the most embarrassing and broke it down to men and women and whether or not they would get them removed. It's interesting because, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan. I have no tattoos. I, I don't judge people who do, and they're certainly, certainly more socially acceptable than they used to mm-hmm. be. My wife has a ton of tattoos, but I always worry for her that exactly what did happen will happen, which is she went to a tattoo place in Mexico, got a tattoo, a big one, um, got home, and Didn't it, like it. it was awful. I mean, it, uh, honestly, it was awful. I mean... It, it just looked really bad. It was supposed to be a skull. It was just horrific, but it was large. <laughs> so she did. Uh, she consulted with some local tattoo artists that she knew and trusted a little bit more. That's why I don't understand getting a tattoo on vacation. I really don't. But anyway, and now they've tattooed over it, um, but it's even larger, right? Because it's got to be bigger to cover it. And it turns out the survey found one in three people have considered getting a tattoo removed but mm-hmm. haven't done it yet. One in four have already had one removed. And around one-third of those who answered said they would just go ahead and cover up like yeah. my wife did the tattoo rather than have it removed. But here are the top four types of tattoos people are most likely to regret. Uh, at number four, a star constellation. Constellation. I, I don't... Who gets... What is that? Stars. Oh, okay. Or constellations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of people, actually. Your buddy uh, from Ballers there. What's his name? Uh, the Rock? Dwayne. Dwayne. He uh, comes in at number three. I don't know if he regrets it, but he certainly got a ton of them tribal patterns. Yeah, that's all to do with his Maori heritage, yeah, though. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't think he regrets it one bit. No, and I'm not saying he does, but I'm saying if you're trying to picture what tribal patterns look like... I think like, if you have... Well... He's got yeah, a bunch of them. or the ones that are just, yeah, around mm-hmm. the arm that are pretty lame-o. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, n- at number two, an Asian character. They, I know tattoo artists responsible. Asian characters. Characters, yeah. <laughs> what did I say? These are not like Pokemon. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Although I would regret that as well. Like the Asian letterings. Yeah, yeah. And no responsible tattoo artist ever pushes anybody into getting a tattoo mm-hmm. and, and ever into getting a specific tattoo. But I notice when I'm standing waiting for Carol to come out of whatever, Asian letters are all over the place. uh, So they're obviously popular. Yeah, I've never necessarily understood, unless you have a great connection to that culture or whatever, why you would do that. But whatever, it's your body. (laughs) Somebody guessed, uh, let me guess, uh, the tramp stamp? Nope. Big L? uh, Nope. Although it didn't really talk about where the tattoo well, was located. Well, it did say one of the, for, for women, one of the spots where they regretted was... Was there? Yeah. Uh, at number one regret of the top four types of tattoos, people are most likely to regret mm. someone's name, which, if it isn't a parent or a child... If it's not someone who you really love is going to be in your life for the rest of your life, don't do it. I mean... I've debated, it, it's not on my bucket list and it's not something I think about, but I have sort of debated getting Carol's name tattooed on me somewhere. I'm waiting to see if it works out. We're at 25 years. It's I looking know. good with its ups and downs. Yeah. I like, just, uh, yeah, see, th- my tattoos the, and, and the ones that are representative of names are initials. Um, you know, I have... My family, like, done in a scroll. Uh, oh, yeah. Two J's, an R, and a P in my back. 
and an A and a G for not Andrew Gross. Andrew Gross? No, but Aaliyah and Gavin for my niece and nephew. Oh, like, my niece so and nephew rank higher than I. I don't want to be on your body. Way higher. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But so the, these are people who I know that will be in, you know, my life for the for the long haul. And I can remember someone actually saying the first time when they saw the two J's, the JJ and the R&P, they said, mm. and I got it when I was married my first go around, said, oh, is that for your for your husband? I'm like, no. <laughs> you maybe should have tattooed that under that. <laughs> and that no way relates to that first mistake no, I made. It was with for, uh, you know, my brother and, and me and our, and our names. But I, I yeah, I'm pretty strong about not putting someone's name on my body who you're not sure is going to be around well, for the rest I, of your life. Do you know what I'm surprised didn't make the list, and I've certainly seen it out there, is people who put some sort of joke. Can you think I've of a joke? I've never seen that. Oh, I have. Like, you Let know, me guess, from a comic? Yeah, comics, <laughs> for sure. And Come on, and, you could do the whole bed in a bag on your back. Well, you could, or just put a picture of a bed in a bag, but, well, actually, I was going to say, what joke has 25 years of longevity? Mm, that one did. But anyways, or something, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of a good example, like a cartoon character or a popular. I mean, I saw somebody the other day who had tattooed Donald Trump on their arm, and I admire the commitment to their candidate. I really yeah. do, or to their president. But in ten years, will that make sense? In twenty, will that, you know? Again, yeah, very, very personal choices, yeah, right? They are yeah. very personal choices. I had a friend of mine who had a Tasmanian devil. On his arm. Oh, yeah. He had lots of tattoos, actually, but, uh, yeah. Mm. I mean, if you look at if you look at my tattoos or look at your wife's, your, your wife's tattoos, I mean, they don't have to mean anything to you. They mean something to her. That's right. And I'm sure she's told you that a couple times. Many times. <laughs> don't about... care if you like them, I like them. <laughs> How about this one? Don't care if they don't mean anything to you. They mean something to me. You know, uh, you oftentimes Problem see these... Problem with that? <laughs> you oftentimes see these uh, psychology or medical, you know, <laughs> reports come out. And, and, you know, like yesterday we did one that was, hey, if your parents hugged you a lot, you probably like hugging your kids, right? And you're like, Duh. oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. Well, I did not see this one coming. Uh, believe it or not, approximately one out of five people on Tinder, you know, Tinder's the swipe right, swipe left thing, isn't it? It's mainly a hookup thing, I think, isn't it? Might be. Uh, one out of five people, 20%, are actually in a relationship yeah, already. Right. So scientists, psycho, <sighs> or a psychologist, took a look, did a study on, well, what would motivate them to stay on the app if they're in a relationship. Because they're cheaters. It's even better than that. They're psychopaths. They're psychopaths. Literally. The study out of the cheaters. The, Lovely. The study out of the Netherlands found that the people in relationships who use Tinder are much more likely to also show all the personality traits that are linked with being a psychopath. The study also found that they're more likely to have casual hookups with people. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. But how'd you like to find out, like you're on, you know, you're in a relationship, you're like, well, I don't want to delete my account because you never know, this might not go anywhere. And then you see this study. Oh, I'm a psychopath. Man. You ever it's been just on... A, it's just another way for cheaters to find someone to cheat with. I guess so. I've never been on Tinder. No. I've never seen you on there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't been on time. No. <laughs> I don't trust anything on the internet, so I certainly wouldn't trust my. And I know that's the way people are. The, the kids these days are doing it, but uh, that's not for me. Well, I'm married too. I mean, that's the number one reason. I'm married, 
Sorry, I have no reason. I'd be like, which way do you swipe? <laughs> yeah, that's just it. What happens if you swipe down? I don't know. Do they show up at your door with a pizza? How does that... Well... <laughs> Actually, you want to talk about the first stages of falling in love right there. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.